Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of the Well Damn Podcast with your two favorite hosts, Livia and Aileen. In case you don't know us or this podcast yet, be sure to listen to our introduction episode to get to know us better. We speak about all kinds of interesting subjects such as sustainability, social injustices, and living as a teenager in general. Whenever we post a new episode, we will remind you on our socials, so be sure to follow us on Instagram at Podcast to get any updates regarding the podcast. It's all linked in the episode description. Well, damn! Before we begin, we wanted to thank you for all of your nice reactions on our last episode about mental health during a global pandemic. We are really, really glad that it resonated with all of you. Yes, but now let's get started on today's episode. As last month was Tri-Vegan November and Veganuary is coming up, we thought it would be adequate to speak about veganism, since it's a topic that interests us both. And in today's episode, we are not alone, because we have a very special guest, namely our very good friend, Alessia. Uh, she was kind enough to talk about to talk to us um, about veganism, so thank you very much for that. And let's dive right into all the questions we have for her. How was your veganism journey? Um, when did you start approximately and how and also for what reason did you start this? So um, just like most people, I didn't start vegan. My parents were not vegan, so um, I was like I grew up as a meat lover, as someone who was um, co like regularly consuming animal products, and I didn't see anything wrong with it. But um, somewhere around 2016, I started to uh, connect with people who were vegetarian, and uh, our school had a vegetarian menu, and I thought that was really interesting, so I started to look into it. Mm -hmm. Um, closer to the end of the year, I did a three-day challenge of not consuming any meat that uh, ended in a disaster. <laughs> um, but it was a educational, you know, period. I learned a lot about myself and my limits. And a few months later, as a New Year's resolution, I uh, became a vegetarian. Mm. So, and how did it go? Was it also a fiasco in the beginning? No, it was really... Um, I didn't have any relapses. It was really easy and I knew what to expect. So I wasn't like craving meat like I did the first time. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and as time went on, I started to educate myself. Um, and I didn't do it just because it was, you know, fun and cool or whatever. I really started to ad admire people who were vegan and who were vegetarian, who were doing great things for the planet. And as time went on, I couldn't um, excuse consuming dairy and eggs anymore. And I just, you know, started to cut it down, you know, slowly, progressively. And um, in 2019, I became a full-time vegan. And so you just mentioned uh, doing good for the planet. Was that the main reason for you? Or also animal suffering? Uh, it was also health. Mainly I had an eating disorder and veganism helped me get through it because I wasn't scared of food anymore and I thought, oh, I'm not hurting anyone, I'm not hurting anything, so I can just eat however much I want. And, you know, a lot of people, it's a misconception, oh, you're restricting yourself mm -hmm. and therefore you're developing an eating disorder. But for me, it was the complete opposite of that. And um, I'm really grateful 
for um, what it did to me and how it helped me. Mm-hmm. I felt a lot more energetic and I felt a lot more, you know, just myself. Okay, nice, because that was our next question. If you notice any changes inside and out, so energy-wise and reactions from your surrounding, would you want to elaborate a bit? Um, yeah, that w- um, well, a lot of... I had a lot of backlash, especially from my family. They weren't very accepting. They still aren't for the most part, but because so much time has gone, like come on, they they just kind of accepted it. But yeah, from strangers, I get a lot of comments and say like, "Oh, don't you get enough protein? And <laughs> how is your calcium? And um, you know, plants have calcium and protein, so yeah." Uh, <laughs> A nice uh, quote I heard in the movie Game Changers we watched recently for sports class was, people eat meat to become strong like an ox, forgetting that the ox eats grass. So it's a bit funny because all the good stuff in meat, like proteins and so on, come from plants. Exactly, yeah. And we don't eat carnivores, we eat, you know, mostly uh, plant eaters. Mm-hmm. We have another question for you. So, what, in your opinion, is this like the difference between eating vegan, so being on a vegan diet, I guess, versus actually being vegan? You know, for example, not wearing wool or leather, um, or just um, uh, buying as uh, ethically as possible. So, what, in your opinion, is the difference between those two things? Um, so you have plant-based eating, and you know that's where it all started. But as I said, I started to educate myself, and um, now I'm completely vegan. I don't use any wool or animal products or animal-tested products. Mm-hmm. Um, the big thing with veganism is that you're against animal exploitation. It's not just you know animal suffering. It's really just animals being used as a commercial means as gain to gain profit because they can't consent they can't agree to it mm-hmm. um so we don't have any right to take it from them without you know their you know yeah consent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and were you uh immediately vegan completely in whole your lifestyle or did it go gradually so first plant-based and then um yeah it definitely because i still had clothes and I still had shoes and stuff like now I use them less regularly but it's not that I'm going to go out and buy them or go out and wear them but if I have them and it's you know on the go and I'm still I'm not going to throw it away because that's also wasteful okay and would you buy secondhand leather or wool um I would try to avoid it but I wouldn't be opposed to it okay and also another question so for example, for now that Christmas is coming up, would you buy something that technically isn't vegan for somebody else, or would you not do that? Um, I don't think I would. I once had a question of, if a child asked for ice cream, would you give them regular ice cream or vegan ice cream? And, um, well, I said I'm not going to go out of my way to um, go against my own ideals, to, for someone else, so I would give them the vegan ice cream. Mm-hmm. Mm. And also just sorbet is vegan. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> people have to stop thinking it's so complicated, but okay. Um, I think you already partially answered this question, but we had the question of if you are against 
holding pets, horse riding, zoos, all that? Um, yeah, for animal exploitation, you definitely need to have it for the right reasons. Um, having a pet just for um, commercial means or for um, international, f- or not international, but uh, internet fame, um, just to show off to people, you know, it's not, a, for me personally, not a good reason. But if you want it as a support animal, as some, you know, I am very emotional, I have pets. But I treat them. Which pets do you um, have? <laughs> I have a cat and two rabbits. Um, yeah, but I, I treat them very well and I treat them very fairly. Um, never go like beyond their boundaries. And a lot of people who have pets don't understand that. And that is when I'm against having pets. But mm-hmm. it's not the idea of it itself. But it's just really the people and the reasons behind it. When you go like horse riding, I don't agree with keeping them in stalls. And, you know. But some places are really good for horses, but not all. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like the same with zoos. I mean, animals aren't really supposed to be in those conditions. I mean, they should have the right to, you know, walk around freely in their natural habitat. So, yeah. But sometimes zoos also keep those animals because they are going extinct to keep them safe from going extinct. So I definitely sometimes agree. it's yeah. difficult to... Mm. Uh, but you know there are zoos that are just for to make money to keep have people come in and look at the animals mm. and then leave you know you have rehabilita- rehabilitation centers you have natural habitat you know like protected uh, zones where the animals could roam but it's not the case everywhere an yeah. elephant is not supposed to live in Europe just yeah, yeah. obviously <laughs> <laughs> yeah like you could use the same argument with like the circus I mean those are not I mean, some animals are uh, definitely close to going extinct, but they're not supposed to do those kinds of things, you know? No. no. And they're really actually an entertainment for us yeah. humans. Yeah, but now Belgium has decided to close all the dolphinariums and so on, where they perform tricks, so yeah. that's already a way forward. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think France was the first country to do that mm-hmm. and um, I'm really happy that that happened because a lot of their dolphin area and um, just aquariums where they places where they have aquatic animals don't have the right conditions don't have the enough enough space and the animals die because mm-hmm. of the, the, the stress uh, sharks can't be kept in tanks and they've tried a lot but it never works yeah but for example, I visited a place in the Netherlands where they keep seals uh, that, for example, were tied in fisher nets or so on. And then they just take care of them when they are healthy again, and then they leave them out in the open sea again. So, yeah, there are different ways and different reasons, as you said, to keep animals. So, yeah, I visited a place in Tanzania where um, they have sea turtles also that were captured by fishermen. And um, I myself cleaned up a, a, tur- a turtle, um, and we saw them released into the ocean, mm-hmm. and it was really it was really nice. They have a whole sanctuary, and I went to visit. But it, they don't ask money; it's really just nonprofit. And I think that's the, a better way than zoos, where people really spend money to see the animals or like see shows and stuff. Yeah, but for example, if they would ask money but use it to support those animals it would also be okay so true true let's go to the next question it's a little bit of a gray area yeah (laughs) 
So do you think that anyone could be vegan or is it or is it still a privilege to, you know, to be that picky in what you eat and you know, to choose everything so specifically? Um, um, definitely, because as a child, as a young person, you can't choose it. Or if you're in a, a third world country where you don't have access to all the things that you need, um, it's definitely easier to have a cow or a goat that you milk and then slaughter and then consume. Mm -hmm. But that is not the situation that we are in. So anyone in our position is privileged and by you know they, they have access to everything that they need and to be healthy and still be vegan and active and help the planet also animal products are heavily subsidized by the government they're not economically efficient so people say oh they're cheaper they're cheaper but actually in reality they're not they're using your tax money to yeah to raise those animals and to make it as cheap as possible because a lot of people consume it Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's also different having a big farm with thousands of animals than just having some goats in your own garden and then exactly. slaughtering them after some years. I think it's, you know, if you eat meat, that's still a way more humane way of having meat. Then, yeah, then not ever seeing the animal and having it present to you in a funny cartoon. Yeah, or cartoon. just in plastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Plastic. It's a big, big it's issue like, too. Oh, this is a chicken, but actually no. Yeah. But yeah, that's true. Like I agree with you that in our position, like we can say that veganism is definitely an option and we shouldn't be like, oh no, it's too expensive. I mean I'm just thinking, for example, when we go off to university or something when we don't actually have an income yet, um, we will probably have to go for like the cheaper um things sometimes. But, of course, that doesn't mean that we can't um, yeah. be vegan. You definitely don't have Chick to... Chick pecan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You definitely don't have to consume all the expensive stuff because there are a lot of fake meats out there that are yeah. unnecessarily overpriced. Mm -hmm. And um, also not super healthy. Like the Beyond Burger and so on, it tastes really good, but... Not to be consumed on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, yeah. So our next <laughs> question was um, about vegan activism. So, yeah, do you feel that you need to be an activist, like go to protests, talk to people about what you eat, uh, or raise awareness? Yeah, just you know when someone is eating meat. Do you know what that's causing to our <laughs> planet? I don't know. Just how do you handle this? When I was uh, starting to be vegan or vegetarian, I was very active. I was trying to prove to others and to myself the reasons why and, and, and how. But um, as time went on, I just kind of realized that not everyone wants to learn that, not everyone is open to learn that. And uh, instead of getting frustrated over it with other people, I just kind of you know, relaxed, chilled. If they're open to a conversation, I'll always reply and I'll always give the information that's um, you know, factual and needed. But I'm not going to go out of my way to um, harass people. Yeah. <laughs> harass people. Because I think that's the idea some people have of vegans, yeah. that they are just, yeah. Trying to push their ideology mm. onto you. Yeah. Onto everyone. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. For me, that's definitely not the case. I know some people really think that way, but um, for me, that's not the case. We should change the, the picture of veganism because... I don't know, I just think it's so sad that 
people see vegans as like super aggressive or whatever because they just want to spread a good message and yeah. okay some come across as a little too intense but you for example like you just want to educate people and never like go beyond that mm-hmm. so and i definitely know that it's not for everyone and i know that it's in everyone's power to make positive changes however small they are mm-hmm. and that's you know that's the biggest thing for me if I can accomplish that to make someone make a step in the right direction yeah I think it's indeed good to focus on spreading positive messages for example if you bring a vegan lunch to school maybe if someone asks oh what are you eating and then just you know showing what veganism can be and I don't know, I just think also some people feel judged very easily when that's not even the point of some vegans. Like, they feel attacked immediately, even yeah. also just with vegetarians. They're like, oh, God, a vegetarian. Oh, yeah. so or just like, because you yeah. plant-based, you're not on some higher moral But ground. even people, when you tell them you're vegetarian or vegan or something, a lot of people will always react with, oh, I also don't eat a lot of meat just once a week, or I try to buy <laughs> organically grown meat or something. I only eat chicken. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. I'm like, okay, you know, good for you. Yeah. No, I think we have to encourage it, but as you say, people feel very easily judged. And they want to defend themselves. Yes, yeah. I think because obviously internally somewhere they know. <laughs> yeah, they know that it's not a good thing. Do they know, though? <laughs> no, yeah, no, deep down, you know, otherwise they wouldn't feel attacked. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, yeah, true. But some people just aren't really willing to make a change either. Like, they know, okay, they're consuming way too much meat. I don't know, they're taking the plane every vacation. They're just really contributing to the, um, um, uh, the carbon footprint, like, very immensely, but they don't. Really, like it's like they completely ignore that they're they're willfully ignorant. Yeah, yeah, that's frustrating. <laughs> yeah, 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 sometimes. <laughs> but on the other hand, we cannot know everything about everything, so it's difficult to find a, a midway there. I find, of course. Yeah. I mean, this next question we have for you kind of ties in with the last question. So, do you, as a vegan, feel the need to give a good example, like Aileen just said, at school, for example, bringing um, vegan food to school and showing that it's the right thing it's to do. It's not just grass, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, at first I was really into it and I was really, you know, trying to make this picture. But as time went on, I just stopped caring not about others but just about the image that I give of myself to others I know what mm-hmm. I'm doing is good mm-hmm. and I know that um you know people are going to have different opinions about that and I just accepted that and um it was a you know it was hard to ag- accept and admit to myself but you know it, it's okay it's fine <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah yeah no you shouldn't like be influenced too much by um the opinions of others and this reminds me of an incident a couple years ago in the vegan community of someone who um needed to um have like a feeding tube Mm -hmm. and uh the formula you know we had a vegan formula but it was three times expensive and they didn't have the money to get it every day so they had the not vegan one and that caused outrage 
mm-hmm. because they're saying, oh, you're not vegan, you're not a true vegan, you're doing this, this, this. But it's for medical reasons, and um, mm. you know they did they do what they can with the power that they have, and I still think that you know outside of that, if you're still consuming, you know, plant based and not wearing wool or like you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's a very important phrase you just said. Doing everything you can with the power that you have—that's yeah. ultimately what it's all about. I think because, yeah, you just do the best you can, and even if sometimes you know there's some milk powder in a product or something, yeah. the important is is that you educate yourself, try to be better, and just. I still think it's inside of the community itself. There's a lot of um, outrage when it comes to that, and a lot of people disagree and they want to be as vegan as po- as human as humanly possible um that is also a very negative message to send out into the world which is not achievable for a lot of people yeah yeah mm. yeah no you can't be perfect at everything you do it's maybe like even if you're living a vegan lifestyle which is already super good you like of we course. can't yeah. live completely eco-friendly for yeah. everyone. You will always have an impact on the planet negatively. So mm-hmm. just trying but to make as positive impact as possible, I think that's the key yeah. Yeah, thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then you still wanted to say something? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, no. good. <laughs> then the kind of last question we had for you is what advice you would give to a beginner in veganism? Um it's it's hard to start off because you don't know what foods are safe in quotation marks um but like once you know once you check all the labels and you know oh this is the aisle where i'm gonna find something this is where i'm gonna you know find something else uh once you're accustomed to that it's really really easy Uh, bring your own food when you're going out uh to like family because at first you know they might not know they might not expect you always have something on hand um, and over time you won't have to do that again but because people will know mm-hmm. but at first it was really hard to you know adjust to that so yeah it's, it's just be prepared um, to have some things to not make you eat something that is not vegan mm-hmm. Livia do you also have some advice for <laughs> our listeners? no I just had another question do you think it's like healthy to constantly bash others or like the others of the vegan community and or do you think I mean um, I think I already kind of know your answer but do you think they should be like more uplifting instead of being like so aggressive towards the definitely I think you should be encouraging and if someone is like oh you're not vegan enough you're not this you're not that it's very discouraging and it's counterproductive Mm -hmm. in my opinion yeah if at every step you try, people will say that it's not enough. Then you will be like, okay, then why should I try? Yeah, yeah. Over time, it can be really damaging. So uplift each other, guys. Yay. And I have another advice to start in veganism. It's just veganizing the dishes you usually eat. Because often people that start in this journey are like, oh, but what will I eat? Just... Mm-hmm eat the same but replace the animal products and there are a lot of youtubers and blogs and recipe books out there to help you Mm -hmm. yeah always looking on youtube (laughs) (laughs) 
fast. Vegan meals. Cheap. <laughs> exactly. Cheap. All of that. Quick. <laughs> yeah. Like 10 minute meals. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Um, is there anything else you would like to add to say to our listeners about veganism? Um, I think that's about it. You know, no, um, <laughs> you don't have to consume any, everything that is like a superfood or like, ex, you know, you don't have to buy into the, have the supplement, have that supplement, you know, it's, it's not necessary. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people make money off of that and profit off of, you know, your naivety when you start off and you think, oh, I, I'm not going to have enough calcium, not going to have enough this and that. That is not true. Oh, B12, B, you know, it does, it does, ex it, it is vegan in some cases, but, you know, be careful with where you get it from. Mm. Well, that's the only thing that you do need to have. <laughs> yeah. But all the rest is, uh, is unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think so. Okay. So thank you very much. Thank for you for having me for all your you. nice uh, examples and so on. So our listeners, you can also let us know what you thought of it, um, where you are in this journey, if you are in this journey or otherwise, um, yeah, what you thought of it still. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening, listening and hear you next time. time. Well, well damn. damn.